everyone? You're obviously confused and aroused. You're listening to The Slurmcast, a podcast for no reason. Today we will be discussing Futurama Season 2, Episode 9, A Biclops Built for Two, with your hosts, Tommy Roulette. How's it going? Pete Woodward. That's me. And I'm Rick Horchie. Joining us today is a special guest, Mike Ivey. Good news, everyone! (laughs) (laughs) That's a strong entrance. Thank you. That, yeah, that's so far that might be thank, our thanks strongest. Thanks for being here and thanks for opening with that. <laughs> so I think you already screwed up the title of the episode. What you, you said did. a biclops? Yeah, it's a bicyclops. Bicyclops. It is. Yes. All right. To be fair, like um, I wrote it down, uh, you know, on my notes, and then I would yeah, copy that from here. Okay, so that's an interesting are, uh, outfit no, you have on. No, no. no. <laughs> yeah, I came straight from work. That's all. That's all you need to see. Where you're off gassing pesticides at us as we record this. Yeah. All right, if you hear anybody coughing, folks, it's because Horchie's covered in poison. Mm, it's true. Uh, and by that, I mean he was in an orgy with Brett Michaels and CeCe DeVille. Wow. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Got, a, got, a, got blindsided they, on that one. They left a lot of residual poison on me. <laughs> oh, God. It's, we're, we're carrying right in from last week's episode, and it's getting weird. Super early. And, and we're all still sick. See, that's, oh. that's interesting, because I would have pronounced it a bicyclops. How did Tom say it? Bicyclops. He said, said bicyclops. I said bicyclops. I said bicyclops. That's what I've been calling it. That's what I've been telling you it is. And you're like, no, that's not what it is. I'm like, yes, that's what it is. I'm a lazy pronunciator, but at least I get all the stuff. I was he thinking also, of, of bicyclops from The Simpsons. Remember uh, when uh, Milhouse had the, the bicyclops comic? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, but that makes sense. When Comic Book Man, he's like... He sold him the Biclops comic. That's and he's, hilarious. It's, it's like just a, a Cyclops with two it, eyes. No, it's just a, a hero with glasses. That was the whole... Oh, God. And he, like, you know, identified with him. Simpsons are so weird. I oh, so Millhouse. So, uh... We gotta... I'm not even gonna talk about the cold open and how there wasn't one, Tom. Wait, but real quick, the, uh, real quick. I just, I just wanna... Um, Mike, I never met you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I seen you do... Um, I've seen you host at uh, The Underdog. Oh, yeah. You're very yeah. funny. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. The Underdog is a hipster hot dog bar uh, out here in uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Very it's, nice. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a hipster hot dog bar. Yeah. Under another hot dog bar. Under another Under, hot dog. Yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. It is. In the bowels of the hot dog bar, there's another yeah. hot dog they bar. They needed to expand. That hot dog money was just coming in. They're like, we got to get some more of this hot dog money. It's maybe the most accurately named bar in Cleveland. Oh, the Underdog? Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, aside from the Hawk. Um, so the Jumbotron cartoon was like a Frankenstein thing. It was. And what's interesting about that, I I wanted to ask you what the air date was for this episode, because as we record this, we're, we're screaming right up on Halloween. Mm -hmm. So it was an interesting coincidence. Nowhere near Halloween. Really? March 19th, 2000. Wow. So it was the same taken from the same cartoon as the last episode. It's called. Hollywood capers. Well, the, I don't know anything about it. The last episode was like cats being hung. I know. So, Maybe those cats uh, had something to do with... Have you guys never been to Hollywood? Uh, That's what they do out there. I'm going out in a couple months for a little bit. Yeah, you're going to see uh, some hung cats. It's just... I thought that was in the South, and that was a really dark time in our history. Are they still well, doing that yeah. out there? No, nope, yeah. Strange fruit. Strange fruit. Oh, 
it's gonna get real bad if things go <laughs> take a turn in November. I know it. It's uh, how dated is that AOL joke in the beginning of this episode, though? I yeah, I I thought the same thing. I like, mean, people, years to connect. What was it? The pro, pro, uh, professor finally uh, was able to connect to AOL. Oh yeah, or log on to AOL. Yeah, that's hilarious. And and the fact so number one, AOL's still around. I mean, I mean, I guess they are. So I guess in a thousand years from now, who knows? But like in 1990, well, 2000 is when this aired, right? Correct. So, I mean, I would, I think by that point. I still had dial-up. Well, dial-up was still the predominant one, but you could get, you know, at least DSL back then. I see what it, you're saying. Yeah, they, um, I think it was just because, you know, it was just about to go out. And the jokes were funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. and like it was only a couple years before that that you know it would take forever to. Sign I know. On. I mean, but now yeah, watching it now is what oh, I yeah, meant now, as far yeah, as it sure. being and then when like, like an outdated a, joke. I need to make a phone call. Somebody sign me off or whatever. Yeah. Oh, when when they're in the internet. Yeah. Is that? Oh, is that why the professor? That's right. The professor wanted to get them off. So yeah. So they get they get right into it. Um, this episode won an Emmy, by the way, for color. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Huh? Real quick, I uh, I signed a petition you had one time. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. For what? I don't for, even know. It was for uh, medical marijuana. Good man. Medical. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Medical marijuana. It was for the, uh, like in Ohio, it probably wouldn't have been like a great medical marijuana bill. It probably would like you probably the, uh, the one yeah, like, the one they passed the really bare, is the bare yeah. minimum. Like, there's no way to actually get it with this one. Yeah. <laughs> even the, even though there's that car that drives around downtown with the pot graphic all over it yeah but you can't get pot from it unless no. you like you like whisper to him or something <laughs> yeah oh really i thought that was like a the ice cream truck or something it's it's <laughs> a mobile dispensary but dispensaries aren't allowed to be open yet even though they're allowed by law it's like there's a way to do something just wrong. like how marijuana is technically not illegal you just need to stamp to purchase it and grow it but you can't not get in the Ohio, stamp. Right? no just in general in federal law oh. marijuana yeah, stamp yeah. act they're, wait, they're waiting to see if anybody goes all like uh, Manson and, uh, you know, just waiting this out. They don't want to be culpable. I, I think. mean, you know, I think that's the way they're playing it. You know how people react when they smoke jazz cigarettes. Oh, yeah. It gets yeah. real, real weird. Start hanging out with Negroes and. They start making uh, cartoons about robots. Robots. Oh, robots. And lobster men and one eyed ladies. And so, steamy presidential MP3s. Yeah. Okay. So let's get to the porn. Mm. Um, well, and maybe a little bit before that, they put on their net suits, the virtual reality suits. Oh yeah. And what's interesting is, you know, they're still trying to come up with a virtual reality thing that works. Mm. But when you see the hardware for something that looks like virtual reality now, it almost looks exactly like the stuff they had. Yeah. Then, like, I guess that's still the. The conception that people have is like, well, put on some gloves and put on a helmet and this other vibrating piece around your groin <laughs> and go from there. And uh, so they all get dressed up. And then when they when they went into the Internet, it was like the most 1999 conception <laughs> of what that would be. Oh, yeah. Pop-up like, ads. And... But like really Tron-based. Mm -hmm. um, what was, the, you know, because like... There was a rash of movies back then, I think, like Hackers and um, The Net. I and think even The Matrix, one. like all like yeah. how they depict like the virtual world 
Yeah, at a like is that point. what you're getting at? Like, I, yeah, how... I think so. Yeah, yeah, because Tron, like it's, it was like, I mean, Tron was the original, like movie that was like, oh, going into a computer, and that was just a lot and... of blacklight, really. Yeah, neons. Yeah, and Jeff Bridges, cool space bikes or whatever those were, and then frisbees. In the future, everything's hot pink, or blue, or hot blue. Yeah. But it's very, very bright, and it's very dark in the negative space. But Hackers, I thought, I used to love that movie when I was younger. Why? I don't know. Because I I, I would like if a hot Angelina Jolie was all about me being a hacker. I don't know. What are you, some kind of weirdo? Are you you running uh, distributed denial of service attacks against uh, domain name service servers? Is that what you're getting at, Tom? Movie is ridiculous. It's well, so that's really the whole point about this is like when they're in the net, Mm -hmm. it is totally ridiculous. Now the 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 pop up ads. So uh, some of the ones that I caught, you you brought up steamy presidential MP3s. It's the only one I wrote down. The uh, the stock everybody or stock anybody e vomit, and then there was the information superhighway Howard Stern rest area. (laughs) <laughs> now, do you guys know what that refers to? No, but I want to know. Way back when, you know, in the 90s, probably, um, through lobbying, through his massive fan base, and I think through some donations, Howard Stern got a rest stop in New Jersey, like <laughs> named the official Howard Stern, like dedicated to yeah. him, and they did like a big naming ceremony and everything. It's probably still there. Yeah. But, it, you know, it was a big press opportunity thing where they, they brought the whack pack and stuff out. I thought it was funny that they tied back to that. I don't know what the gap is in years between that happening and this. But it was one of those things where, like, back then people got outraged that this shock jock would have a public area <laughs> named after him. Little did they know, 15 right. years later, all hell would be breaking loose. Oh, my God. It's <laughs> so the world arena. Right it's so crazy. Um, but that, like, so then they fight the ads. Um and I mean, the interesting thing about that is pop-up ads are still a pain in the ass. Yeah, it still feels like that. It still feels like you're battling it. Like you're like, come on, no, just, I don't want to no, buy d- your thing. No. At least go in the corner so I can just click you off quicker. Only now they don't know go what behind you want. the window. It's yeah. the worst on mobile phones when you're trying to look in an article, mm-hmm. and it just like takes up, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you can't even find the X to close it out because there's two of them, and neither of them are in the right space. Like they're not pixel mapped, right? Yes. I think they do that on purpose. It's always something like, would you like to join BuzzFeed Premium? Like, no. Do you need new windows? Nope. Nope, sorry. Not on my phone, I don't. So nuts. Yeah. Uh, It's it's garbagey. So they fight them off and get past them, um, and then everything turns into porn (laughs) in that big walled city. That is uh, true to life. That's the most realistic part of this entire episode. So I wonder... If they did it now, how different do you think that stuff would be? Like, how far beyond do you think it would go? I feel like there'd be memes. I feel like there's no memes in this one, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. There's no Reddit back then. No Reddit. There's probably still IRC boards and stuff. You got, like, your, your alt.funky.music. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, it was all about chat rooms. Yeah, yeah. Your chat so, rooms were the big. That was huge. The big part. And they, I mean, and they kind of made fun of that where they went into the different ones and Bender pretended to be the sexy nurse. Right. And I, so I, I was trying to determine if that tied back to uh, one of the things that we've come across in looking at these old episodes 
is there's a lot of jokes kind of made about trans or transish characters. Mm. So I wonder if that's one or is the joke in that really that Bender's doing the old uh, Chris Matthews? Is it Chris Matthews or who's the guy that does to catch a predator? <laughs> yeah, oh, the, the switcheroo where it's like, I'm going to pretend to be this. I who think is it, it is Chris Matthews. I think that is his name. No, it's Chris Hansen. 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 There you go. There oh, we go. okay. Yeah. Horchie, where'd you go? <laughs> he's breathing in his own fumes. I don't think he's getting zoned out. Yeah, I think uh, I feel like the trans thing was like more about like during that time on the internet, it was always assumed that if you're talking to some sexy girl in a chat room, it was really a dude. Just like now. Yeah. Well, yeah, more or less. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. But, but it, I mean, you know, despite started. what the webcam says, that could be a pre recorded feed from Russia. Right. Yeah. It was it like, hey, you're out of is. sync here. I don't know. Well, you don't have an accent. <laughs> um, some of the some of the signs I saw on their uh, yeah as they're sc- scrolling through the porn district is four prostitutes playing bridge, <laughs> the U.S. government Department of Hot Sex, uh, <laughs> blonde surfers with low IQs, and then between tentacle cam. Oh. And I was trying to figure out what that was a reference to. Between tentacle cam, like. What I don't know. It just sounds gross, though. It yeah. really. I mean, it does. And I, I, I may have not like delved into that deep of porn to <laughs> to know what that would be a reference to. I mean, maybe there was a language barrier if it was Japanese or something. But I, I still like that. Feels like it's a direct reference to something else. I don't know. I don't know. I I hadn't. I didn't get that screwed up by Catholic school. Um, did they do a Zoidberg porn in that one? They did. Sardine uh, on mackerel action. Oh, yeah, and that's he right. flipped out. <laughs> and it's like peeled off. And then, then there was Amy Wong naked, which is <laughs> yeah. actually like oddly prescient because you have like, you know, like the fappening and these other things where there's mm-hmm. like these, these celebrity things still on. But then Bender's the one that put it out there and he put her head on Leela's body. Right, right. Which, yeah. is, uh, you know, just... Uh, uh, you know, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Wow. I did not expect that sort of, like, boy, I tell yeah. you, the more things With Werther's change. Originals. <laughs> we, we, we did our Photoshop head swap <laughs> porn just like they do today. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> I brought that up earlier. I can feel like many episodes ago I loved that. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was a really good one. Um... That was from uh, the sar- Was it the sardines? The anchovies. Yeah, the anchovy episode with uh, with, with oh yeah, I remember with yeah. mom and her the yeah. fish okay. full of dollars. That's it. Um. So, uh, I like that there was a distinction between filthy chat rooms and filthy, <laughs> filthy chat rooms, right? Because. Right. The filthy, filthy chat rooms were clearly too gross for Leela and Amy, and yet they right. were still like, "We'll just go in the regular filthy ones." Right. And then um, Leela just got right down to business, and I think like that kind of directness, she'd probably do pretty well on Tinder or something. Oh yeah. Seeing so sure. like I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm looking for this. Can you meet that? Yeah. And yeah. and then she totally intimidates all the the dudes. By the way, Pete, on the when before they go into the chat room doors, there's the other door that has it's a new alien language. Oh, I think I saw that, but I I couldn't. I couldn't distinctify that from. Yeah. It's a brand new. It was so a brand what did new it say? language. Uh, 
code breakers chat room. It's known as alien language number two, and they wow. use that as long as well as the other alien language. How can you tell it apart? The symbols well, are different. Well, completely. He was different. using his eyeballs. Are you nerds? Oh, you're down here. Alien languages. He does. Tom. That's Tom great. handles the bulk of our fact checking. Right. So he'll come in with like prepared notes and research. I'll do you know checking on the fly to see if people are dead or alive. Okay. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, tonight Horchy just seems to be coming and going wherever. Were you guys talking? Are you staring at the spider <laughs> lights in the other room? Have I hypnotized you? Should I turn those off? You're bleeding from your nose. That's my uh, default setting. Oh, <laughs> oh <there we> go. <laughs> I didn't realize. Why did it stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a problem. Um, I don't know if uh, you saw anything about this. Did you notice that? Uh, uh, be, being the the uh, uh, prime fact checker, that one of the nerds in the uh, chat room looked like David X Cohen. It was no, he was uh, David X Cohen was in the uh, game, huh? In the chat room, it was uh, Eric Kaplan and. Ken That's what Keeler. I meant. That's what I meant. Uh, okay, yeah, I meant Eric. So Kaplan. yes, I did. So okay. with, when the nerds were like, it's it's a woman. Yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> that was uh, modeled after the writer Eric Kaplan, and then. Uh, Ken Keeler, who's a, another writer. So, who? Yeah. Which one was David X Cohen in? He the was game? the guy that Fry like first shot in uh, the uh, Legend of, or what is it called? Uh, Death Factory Three: The Legend of Death Factory Two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch the name of that. That's great. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, but, yeah, the like the first guy he shoots in that game is David X Cohen. So that I mean, we found the and Matt Green. They the animators made. Matt Groening in that chat room also, and Matt Groening was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an executive producer. <laughs> you will not do that. Um, the, uh, <laughs> the part where Fry's like, I'm bored with sex because of the internet, and then he needs to see the violence, but, th but then he does the bait and switch. He's like, oh, what are these video games of which you speak? And right. then it's like the one thing. The one thing in the world that Fry is good at. He's right. just slaying, like literally just tearing shit up in the video game. I thought that was very to character. Like that was like a really good oh, character yeah. choice for him to be the, like a loser in the 90s. And then he's great. At, of course he's great at video yeah. games. Like super, like, I, I get, okay. Mario. Well, yeah, there was, the, I mean, there were the nods to Donkey Kong for sure. Uh, yeah. Were there any other references in the video game? I mean, it was almost like a Doom with that first-person shooter kind of thing, but, like... I just thought of laser tag, but on the internet. Yeah. Like, I, that's all I, like... I, thought I didn't like, really pay did, attention Did much. anybody watch the second episode of Black Mirror yet? No. I just watched it last night, and it's a VR one. Oh, okay. It, it like... First season I, or second season? The, the newest one. The, yeah, the third one. Newest one yeah. yeah, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, uh, it's just... It's funny that there's some VR stuff in this, and I just saw it last night. It's, uh, it's really good. On, yeah. a, on a side note, let me tell you something. I will never watch VR porn. I think I've made my choice. Why do you Why do you say that? Because I don't think I'll come back. I just you, feel like you think be, I feel like three like, D VR do from porn. Now yeah, well, I think I feel like that would be the thing that would suck me in. Yeah, and then you just find me in my house ordering pizza. I, yeah, I think like weeks would go by. And right. Where, where's, I don't even think you get that. We like, just they'd find you shriveled up like a husk, just dehydrated. With, yeah, with yeah, these, yeah. These apparatus. <laughs> Man, there's basically a whole uh, Futurama episode kind of about that. Yeah. Oh, there? yeah, the, the um, Lucy uh, Lou Lucy episode. Lou no, but that's the thing. Like, it's uh, 
apparently in the like where you can get the um the really advanced stuff right now like i guess they're I mean, not to like all of us, like you know, just oh, dude, they have not to us schmoes, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's they have uh, a machine with pistons that you just sort of plant on yourself, and uh, you know, it interacts. Oh, I didn't know that. With, oh, it's super expensive. But. Is that the thing they use in China to extract semen samples for like fertility clinics, or is this something different? I didn't know they did that, but probably. How would you relate that to that? Because it's 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 it looks like a parking cone. <laughs> Does. And 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 then it's got in like of course it being China Wait, there's the like VR the VR porn thing no no no, no the... the the Chinese apparatus I saw this on the internet somewhere but it was under like a, a, a... he's talking about chopsticks no, no was no. it was it no. during a VR porn session no it was like on a Pete's news whole outlet. basement is a VR porn yeah. room it was on a news outlet so maybe not CNN but something. <laughs> like, like I, I don't mean to call BuzzFeed reputable, but <laughs> something like that. And it was like it was, you know, like a, a waist high device with a port on the front mm. that you could insert your genitals into, and it would mechanically extract a sample for preservation or testing or whatever. I saw something on Vice where it's like connected. Like let's say you and your lover are in different places. And so you do this, and it takes the input from you, and then it makes output for her. Weird, wow. right? What? It, how? How? It's just it, what if they're like miles and miles apart? As long as your the internet, internet connection's good, you know, you just get the uh, it get, collects all the data from the different physical. Uh, they three D print sperm. Well, no, well, no, they don't do that. <laughs> they took the. Uh, <laughs> That's the. That's part. what I'm getting at. Like, I. That's what I think no, you're talking no, about. No, not. No. Not yet. Oh. Not yet. No. Th that would be amazing, though. But uh, no, they just. You know, they take the movements and then they transfer. The oh, set movements. okay. Just I the thought, sensation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my. Oh my God. Though. I like, thought it was like yeah, because you were talking about like that it, it like takes out the sample and then you were right. saying okay, but, connects. Okay, it's just but, like a I 3D see. print. But <laughs> seriously, <laughs> a bunch that's of like we just hit. Yeah. The the you know the. Outer rim, no, you know, no pun intended. Of the medical science, singularity. If you're going to call that medical science, no. Well, seriously, so I guess it is. So if you had some sort of apparatus that would receive, guys, patent pending on this yeah, thing that yeah, I yeah, just we're, talked this about. Is, we're copying. No one this. could take it. If you had it's a device a that could people pregnant on the moon, with take a take a genetic sample input, analyze it, you know, deconstruct it. Analyze it, transmit the information to a remote place, and reconstruct that genetic material based on the chemical composition at wow. a remote location. Wow. Just DNA transfer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I think... I can tell you two investors that would be super interested. <laughs> Gene, Gene and Chuck. Illuminati? Yep. Gene and Chuck. I, well, the, the Illuminati brothers. We probably just got onto a hit list for talking about <laughs> that secret project. There's... Uh, Wow. When you said, when you talked about fucking somebody on the moon, I kept thinking of JFK being like, America can, will, <laughs> we, we do That's these really things what not he because believed. I'm That's... soft. We do them because I'm hard. <laughs> I'd like to see the fight between the couple that's, that's doing the thing that you were <laughs> oh, no. talking about before with the, you know, the sensations being transferred. The, the push yeah. One of their Wi-Fi isn't working as well, so like the other one's just receiving everything and the other... Are the you other lagging? Person, yeah. <laughs> Buffering. Turn your phone off of Wi-Fi. 
<laughs> or like it all catches up at once and they're ah! right. Like, ah! Sorry, I got a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh dear! No, it's fine. Do it again. This is a amazing world we live in. Mm. Um. So they make a reference to the space pope being reptilian. I want to say that's come up previously. <laughs> it comes back. Or maybe it, it came up before. I can't remember. It's a tagline. Mm-hmm. Is it something that, I mean, it's... Like it, with the, uh, it's in a cold open later. No, uh, no, no. It's, it's one of the lines. It's, uh, I've heard it before. Yeah. Recommended by the... Oh, early. Okay, well, yeah, it's, it's the name of yeah. one of our episodes, but do uh, podcast it, episodes. Do, it was the one we did with Dan Hollihan. Um, but is it a... Do we ever meet the space pope? Yeah. Okay. So that happens later. Okay. It's hard to tell sometimes. They've both watched this show exhaustively okay. over and over, and I watched it 20 years ago and really haven't. I was high most of the time I've watched shows, so it's like watching it all over again for me. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's freshening everything up. How did, you, good. how did you feel that Leela met another Cyclops, Pete? In, in the chat Even though you know that she's not... I was, okay, so I was willing to see where it went because... Mm-hmm. You told me, you know, that, that she is not an alien. She's, in fact, a mutant, and we, we become aware of that information later on. But I was, I was willing to see where it went. And it took a while, but I actually had, like, genuine recollections of seeing this episode in the past. I couldn't remember all the specifics, mm-hmm. but I think it started to come back to me, like, you know, once it got into the meat of the episode. Yeah, yeah. When they made their delivery to uh, Alcazar's planet. Yeah, just, you guys are right. I would have sex with Bender if he were a nurse, <laughs> a fake nurse. Well, he's $1 filthier. <laughs> How many times do you think you talked on AOL Instant Messenger to somebody that you thought was a girl? Uh, I assumed, like, every time when that was, you know, it's probably we were doing time. that. Yeah, it's probably every yeah. time. I was trolled by someone telling me one time they were Nev Campbell's sister. Wow. That's the best they could come up with. They were going to lie, and they were going to be like, oh, I'm, I'm a... <laughs> but it was yeah. believable. That's, that's kind of genius. Kinda that's good. like, uh, why would you come up with that right. unless it no, was okay. real? Yeah, I guess. I'm yeah. David Schwimmer's aunt. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so weird. I'm, I'm Chandler Bing's mom. Yeah. <laughs> or dad. Congratulations. <laughs> it's Kathleen Turner, isn't it? I just think yeah. the, the thing that really brought it back for me when I watched this episode was the, um, the popcorn. I like stupid gags. And uh, like when they dropped off the popcorn, yes. and it went into the sun and popped up. Uh, to me, for no, that, I, mean, is, I enjoyed really that a lot. Yeah, I, yeah. I know it's silly, and and yeah. like so. Apparently, that was a very expensive stunt that Leela pulled doing that yeah, too. We yeah. come back to that at the end. I I I made a note about that, and that it was like it it was really characteristic, uncharacteristically irresponsible of her. Right, right, yeah. So, do you think she was just like? Hopped up on hormones. I I think it's or Leela's sadness has been like a constant thing. It always yeah. comes back to you know just her being alone and you know being a mutant and all this other yeah. stuff. You know we find that out later, but you know yeah you know what I mean like yeah. It's just always been like a constant, and that's how her and Fry sort of connect to. It's oh, a yeah. very character driven show. That, right. That's yes. why I like it so much. It's very character driven. That's so. why it's a little bit more than say some of the other primetime cartoons that are like mm-hmm. joke 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 joke. Here's the you like this show has yeah. a lot of heart. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, when you say a lot of those other primetime cartoons, I think you mean, like, the Seth MacFarlane stuff. Right. Because mm-hmm. King of the Hill certainly... No, I mean, King if you Hill, talk about yeah. a show that has Ooh, heart, King like, that Hill one's got heart to the, so to the max, yeah. so to speak. And even The Simpsons does to an extent. Yep. It stopped for a while, but yeah, yeah I know it, what you mean. They, yeah. they lost, like, they, they went on a... 
a path of like uh, either they just ran out of good ideas or I don't know if they were like, let's copy off of the Seth MacFarlane stuff because that's pretty popular right now or, I feel like or whatever happened. But, character. Or that too, yeah. You know, I mean, like, like where else is that going to go? Exactly. You know, some guy who's a father and a, an idiot and this character and that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. where do you go after you like... You guys are talking sport? about Grey's Anatomy, right? No. Oh, never mind then. Have we you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? About? No, I've never watched Grey's Anatomy. No. Apparently, there's a steamy doctor and a dreamy doctor. Right. There's a McDreamy and McSteamy. That was another thing. But are those their yeah. real? Are those I, their that's real That's the only names? thing I know about. About uh, I don't know. And then there was the lady that was in Knocked Up and was apparently um, unhappy. Doctor Cleveland Steamer. Was that her? <laughs> yeah, possibly. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, the only way we would know about this is if we had girlfriends like six years ago. And now I'm not yeah. talking about like long time <laughs> girlfriends. I'm talking about girlfriends like, that can still pressure that you into that, doing things. Yeah. Yeah, like early relationships. Yeah, I've stuff. had to watch some yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I've watched New Girl. It's not bad. Yeah. New Girl. No, New Girl if is. You're going to be forced to watch yeah. something. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of silly a, hijinks on New Girl. There, yeah. mm-hmm. Some good jokes in there. I, I, I enjoy that one. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't even know. Stupid, <coughs> expensive Sharpie pens. Stop working. Oh, Garbage. Uniball oh, Micro. Here. Uniball. No. No. It's a good pen. Use this pink one with the Mardi Gras beads on. All right. This has been Pen Talk with Pooh <laughs> Woodward. I got a million of them. <laughs> this place is full of clutter. Um... You know what? I'm glad somebody finally finally brought up pens on a podcast. I have a lot to say. This is glittery too. It's 2016. The election is coming up. Nobody's talking about pens. Yeah, it's like we got ballpoint. We got fountains. We got right markers. Yeah. The felt tips. Yeah. I mean, and nobody talks about the felt Amer- tips. America needs to know. America yeah. needs to know. Make America felt tip. Again. <laughs> oh dear. I. Uh... You know that's a podcast somewhere. <laughs> it's, it's totally there's got to be a podcast for everything by now. I'm like, sure there's, there's oh, be a yeah. pen podcast. I'm sure there's know? pod tips about pod, pod tips, a podcast about tips getting felt. <laughs> <laughs> and if if there isn't a or pod, grab. if there isn't a podcast, I think there's a lot of videos on the internet about yeah. that. Um, you know what? Before we go further on the episode, I'm gonna do some of Horchie's due diligence. And uh, what he likes to ask our guests usually right at the beginning of the episode is how did you get engaged with Futurama? Like, what was your entrance in it? Um, I mean, were you a fan from the beginning or were, did you kind of come into it later? Like, how, how old are you? I am uh, 36. Okay, so not too far off from all of us in age. Yeah. So you're probably high schoolish when this came yeah, out. I was, it, it was right in my wheelhouse. I'm a huge comedy nerd and, um, you know, I watched... Conan before he was funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember those years. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a huge deal for me when that came out. Mm-hmm. I'm 34, so like when okay. that when he first got his show, it was yeah. like, what what See, is this? You, you know, you knew about Conan, but I did you know about Conan when he was you know writing for? Simpsons no, no, I never See, heard of him until like he got a show or whatever. I so. didn't know about him, and I was just up late and I was watching. I was like, well, this is horrible. Like this is <laughs> what is this? And and then I watched him get funny yeah. over the years. Oh yeah, and like, yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's my favorite show now. Masturbating yeah. Bear. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so like stupid. Those first couple years, it was, and he uh, made fun of himself too. Totally self appreciating. Yeah, I remember just that. Like, yeah. I like, think I think Andy was kind of the mm-hmm. the redeeming quality about that. Like there yeah. there is something about 
Andy Richter as a person that like like not oh he's a pitiful person let's laugh at him it's just he is intrinsically funny yeah and and there's just something about the way he delivers things sometimes his that, show was great did you ever see that show well which one the uh, he was like a private eye or something Andy Barker PI was awesome yeah I, you know what I knew it was gonna get canceled though oh, Andy like, Richter like, controls the universe good. that was awesome he too came my in favorite too hot. I it, I'm I'm not gonna lie and say I watched probably a season and a half of Quintuplets too. I don't even I didn't even know about that. It was it was like a Fox primetime thing where huh. he was the the parent or one of the parents of a set of quintuplets. Okay, and it was so it was weird seeing him in the Tim Allen esque role because, right. um, you know they they've got these five kids that were all like high school age, but they're of course they had this litter of children right. and there's like. You know the the jockey prince and princess older two, and then there's like the nerdy girl and the nerdy guy, and then mm -hmm. the really but you know like the super sweet, friendly one. Like it, it was a whole, I don't. It didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't what? Know. Tom's, is that Stephen Baldwin? No, it's Jeff Goldblum. Okay. Fortune and I were going oh back and forth. He so was showing hurt. me Cavs scores, and I was showing him Indian scores, and I just pulled that picture up. And Tom just pulled up a beat Wait a second. shot of Jeff is, Goldblum. Is that Jeff Goldblum's face on Lilo's body? <laughs> well, it might be. Why was it your screensaver? <laughs> <laughs> because why oh, is man. your phone sticky? <laughs> The internet's ruined sex for me. So okay, I so, thought I was looking into a mirror when I saw that. So you kind of you you attached to it early on, did you? Yeah, yeah. Did um, you follow it when it came back? Um, well, I, I I watched it early and I sort of got out of it for whatever reason. I can't imagine why. Like, uh, you know, the first couple episodes. You mean while it was the original run? Yeah, the or original or run. Yeah. And then like I came back to it and I was like, oh yeah, this is pretty great. And I always came back to it as like a show that like um uh, like I would have like a box set or something from the library. Yeah. yeah. Or I would catch up that way, or there'd be like a a, a marathon or something. Yeah. Like, oh mm -hmm. yeah, I like this show, but I never like started watching it like when it came out. You know what I mean? Until uh, it came out the second time, and I watched the first couple episodes. Yeah. And, when they uh, did the movies, and then the yeah, the kind of rebooted yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they had enough of a following after the fact that when they came out with all the movies, and then when it came back, it was like a huge premiere. Mm -hmm. And well, people because it, watching because it. it was on cable, and it was 50, however many years later, where you know the numbers had been adjusted because there was already you know the attrition based on, uh, you know the 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 disbursement of media attention. You know where mm -hmm. when it originally aired, we were still dealing with effectively yep. four networks, right. really, right? I mean, and there was no way to watch it after the fact. There was no Hulu. There was no right. Uh, Netflix. I or... feel like you could still do YouTube at that point. Like there was a point where YouTube didn't care about copyright at all. It was harder for them to take yeah, it down. Yeah, when it first or... like came out. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like yeah. You could watch any. I thought I was. I thought that was the greatest thing ever. Oh, I was dude. like, I'm never yeah. getting cable. I'm just gonna watch everything. There on were YouTube. so many shows on like every episode, every season of like a bunch of stuff when like YouTube first came out, mm -hmm. and then you could upload like yeah th th that much anything. I was yeah. watching weird British shows and yeah. stuff. It was. Well, crazy. we talked about that last week. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, I, that was probably. I mean, when did you 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 when did YouTube get bought by Google? Because that was probably yeah, that was probably a big a part of that shift. Probably yeah. like early 2010s, right? I would think. Let me check this st this stack of Wired that Pete has over here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up at the card catalog. Wired. Like, there's a stack of Bust magazines. <laughs> there's a stack which is a a uh, black not what tail. it sounds like feminist pop culture magazine. Let's find uh, out. There's a stack of Lucky Peach magazines. Hey, Siri, 
When did Google buy YouTube? It just shows you another picture you of just... Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> just opens YouTube for me. All right, I'm going to try now. Siri. Siri, when did Google buy YouTube? It said, interesting question. Siri just punked me. It's like, yeah, wouldn't you, you like to know? Did you ask 2006. Okay. Okay. Thank I you. found that by typing hey, into Siri, Google. Google where did my by dad YouTube. go when he died? <laughs> <laughs> it started place. to ask it, and then it... <laughs> I want to get, like... I wish you could change Siri's voice. I can't wait till that happens. Yeah, I'm surprised it hasn't already. You know, like, you can do the accents or whatever, but, mm -hmm. I mean, where you can pick, like... We have, like, a huge catalog of, like, you know... I went, like, too short or, like, uh, something like that. Bender. Bender would be good. Oh, yeah. Was, oh. Yeah. By the way, I have a British woman as my Siri. <laughs> Fuck I like, you. I like when she bosses me around. <laughs> Pick it up, you dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> so, was it ever explained... Excuse me. I like to think that she's Mary Poppins. <laughs> she's telling me that. Mm. Oh, okay. Was it, yeah. was it ever explained why Alcazar was wearing a toga? No, I don't think it was. I think it was and just it, part of that, like Cyclops. Maybe like that's the it was there really in like the ruins. It looked like an old kind of like Grecian city. It was like or whatever, Greek, you know? like Atlantis or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it was all like Atlantis. Like, yeah, yeah. I think that just fit with who the Cyclops were. Okay. And I mean, they, I didn't. I didn't make a note about Fry being dumb, but Alcazar did call him an oafish moron. Oh, he had some great lines. <laughs> Lazy sculptor. <laughs> Uh, I, I just, I don't understand why when they arrived, and I, I actually, I didn't put this in my notes, but I had a thought about the whole Alcazar charade when we get to the end of this. Mm. Um, why didn't they get sort of skeeved out by the fact that the whole place was kind of overgrown and messed up? It was destroyed. For a, for a destroyed city, it was in pretty good condition structurally. It was just covered with a lot of ivy. I think it built... Uh, like questions in your head while you're watching the episode, like it engaged you, like you wanted to find out. Because he didn't say he was like, "Oh, what happened to the people?" He was like, oh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later." There's yeah, a you, you suspected uh, something. There's yeah. a, like absolutely an answer to all these questions mm. that we get to at the very end of this episode. So when we talk about it, I will. Oh, let you guys know <laughs> I have a great Good. big criticism about all. Actually, two when we get to the end of it. So okay. let's let's get there, shall we? We will. All right, we hold will. on. Let me check my notes. Yeah, the um the toga was weird. I do remember thinking like, what? I guess he's a cyclops. That's like a. Is that great? I don't know. What about the whole Superman story that he comes up with to explain Lila's, what happened? Lila's mm. birth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where she so seemed plausible. They just pack her in a rocket and send her away. <laughs> the, sub, the mole people of Subterra yeah, Three. Yeah. They just shoot rockets in every direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah, all away from the planet, just like so good, like like so porcupine good. spikes just all going out. <laughs> and the mole people were kind of. I mean, I like that they were jealous of the one-eyed uh, right. creatures because yeah. they couldn't see or whatever. That was great. So they could great. see marginally better. And then then there was there was the joke as the rockets were approaching, <laughs> with the guys oh, looking at a telescope, <laughs> three like, million miles away. <laughs> Because they've made the jokes about Leela's depth perception before. And yeah, the fact that she's a pilot and she's a cyclops yeah. is a joke in itself. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. And because that. she is more competent and better at it than anyone else oh, in, yeah. at Planet Express, she's still better with one eye. Mm -hmm. Look, I know this is out of order, but I don't have any notes. So I got to say this in case we miss it. Uh, when Leela goes up to Fry when he's in the, the 
dungeon or whatever, and, mm-hmm. and he's like, I've just been down here just letting my uh, 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 droppings wherever they go or whatever. And she's like, well, animals go in the corner. He's like, the corner? Why did, you not- <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think of that? It's a good corner. Well, and before that, where uh, <coughs> he was talking, he's like, he wanted to go to the cemetery to take a leak. <laughs> like, like he's like, no, the forbidden, uh, the forbidden. Is it a cemetery? I have to, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah, the forbidden territory, like a cemetery. I got to go take a leak. Have you guys ever peed in a cemetery? I, uh, I don't think I've desecrated a grave that way. I've never peed on a grave, but there was a cemetery. Um, Almost behind the house I grew up in, like a like a block away or whatever. Like you could see it from the backyard or whatever. Was this a legitimate cemetery or was it just where you know the bodies went? No, it was it was an old it's an old it's like a small old cemetery or whatever. And we used to like, you know, hang out in there when we were kids and stuff. Smoke and, cigarettes. Yeah, and hang out and after Algazar tells that whole sad story about Leela's home plant and everything like that, she gets horny and they end up he ends up sealing the deal. Almost, I mean, she was just like she mm. mauled him. Yeah, I thought it was funny that he didn't know what's going. I was like, I still don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I he, think he was just playing dumb. I knew he knew exactly what he was doing. I think. Well, I think at the end of the episode, we all realized that, right? Mm-hmm. I guess because I mean, literally, however many hours later after they uh, do their copulating, you can and wake Lila's- up in the morning. You, see you do Leela's, see some side boob. It's weird. You also see some butt crack. Yeah, very split second of Leela's butt crack and when then, she's getting up out of bed. You know, there's like a whole world of like porn, right? And <laughs> but this was like, on national television on Fox. All right, if I put myself back into the year 2000 when I was 17 or 18 watching this episode of Futurama, yeah, absolutely, that was the coolest <laughs> thing that ever happened <laughs> that, that day or that week for sure. We'd already seen Sipowitz's ass on on NYPD Blue before, <laughs> but not that, a so woman. That set a pretty high bar. <laughs> not that, a Cyclops's. Well, no. Not My female baby go to bed de- before it, that episode came on. Hang on, it depends. Did Sandy Duncan ever show her butt on TV? Or Sammy I, Davis Jr.? Sure. I don't. Who is that? They're both people that only had one eye. They're renowned for having glass Sandy eyes. Sandy Duncan had a glass Are, eye. Well, so how Sammy old Davis were Jr. you when that NYPD blue thing happened? Uh, I'm a few years older than you guys, but okay. not by much. Okay, I was just thinking of like you being like a seventy-year-old guy watching a hard-boiled yeah. cop drama. <laughs> yeah, go always hardcore. Yeah. My friend in grade school, his family loved NYPD Blue, and I never really watched it. I don't think I was allowed mm-hmm. uh, when it, it was, was out and anything because yeah. it was really gritty. But anytime we'd like hang out over there on that day, we'd get to watch it, and uh, I was and you like, were like super into it. And, was like, it boring? Were you like, oh, cool, we get to watch this? And it was like, oh. I, it was kind of boring because I didn't know what was going on because like, I didn't like so watch it all the time. better if they had iced tea on it. Oh, yeah. It, yeah and, and that's kind of what they did dun, with dun. the whole Law & Order franchise. It's like, we're just going to bring, we're going to bring in Richard Belzer <laughs> and iced tea. And, and No, it's and, lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. Let's go question this punk. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he has made, like, uh, just a, he's just ridden that role mm-hmm. so far. Because, I mean, it's like two lines per episode. How can you be threatening with a lisp, but he doesn't? Like, it's like, I would not want to Have you guys ever seen uh, yeah. Mulaney's thing about uh, mm-hmm. the iced tea? Yeah. Uh, what he's, yeah. Where, uh, where he just keeps asking <laughs> questions or whatever. 
No. He, he has oh, this bit where he's great. like, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to do it, but like, uh, you look it up. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. So uh, immediately after they, they get it on, it turns into an homage of married with children. Yeah. I mean, One like of my favorite shows. So, okay. Do you feel that it's your favorite, one of your favorite shows for nostalgia reasons? Or if you were to rewatch it now, it'd be like, yeah, I get it. No, ma'am. Here's why it was funny. It knew that it was going to be like a bad show, mm-hmm. but they were so tongue in cheek about it that they didn't care. Do you remember when they figured it out? When like the first season or two, they were like trying to be like a real show. Yeah. And then they yeah. were like, oh, yeah, no, this like, we're just going to be make like garbage. So if we're going to make Fox, garbage, no one's watching this. I, they the made network. it work. Yep. It was so good. The, yep. I didn't realize how funny that was until later on in life, but for some reason, it was just like, these guys don't care. You know, they didn't oh, yeah. have like an attitude right. about making comedy. They and I don't like, know that I dissected it that much, but I mean, did they like go meta? Where it was almost like the writers were great. Yeah, like when they started making because Bud Bundy he had his own like rap album for yep. a while. Yeah, and then they started making fun of him like they were writing it in the show, and they would do things like that where it was just so <laughs> clever. <laughs> yeah, like they oh, called him Grandmaster name? B. Gr- yeah, Grandmaster B. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think th- I think Married with Children absolutely made Fox into mm-hmm. the yep. like like racy network like the. Yeah, it started out with that, and yep. then it went into uh, The Simpsons and uh, Tracy Ullman. And then when uh, Married with Children got popular with that, then the other networks tried tried copying mm-hmm. that more with their with their sitcoms. They didn't have over, yeah. they didn't have that tongue and cheekness though. That no, was like, yeah, where where they did, where, where Married with Children like didn't didn't have to do like the sitcom rules that a bunch of other shows right. had to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and coming full circle, it all wound up with Dennis Franz's ass <laughs> on primetime <laughs> TV. Yeah, pretty much. So I, I guess. Um, you know, I mean, they really, they really played that bit close to the hilt with like, mm-hmm. no, you can call me Al, and then he's all of a sudden he's sitting on yeah. the couch. Does, does anyone think that um, Futurama approached uh, Ed O'Neill about trying to get him do the to voice? do the voice or whatever? Like, how uh, how great would that have been? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, it might have killed the the joke early on if you would have like it's heard possible. him at the beginning of the episode. Like, yeah. like oh, they got Ed O'Neill. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do it later, but you didn't see it coming. Like, I didn't. I didn't well, really I, you know that. what? I didn't. I didn't put together the resemblance between Alcazar and Al Bundy until he until sat on that position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that they well, really yeah, they, they, buried you, the lead with a, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's good. I mean, yeah, it still would have been. Would've it might have been really just good. been like somebody was just like Al because Al, oh, married with children, and let's do this. No, I bet it went the other way around. They were probably like, let's do a Married to Children thing. Let's call him like Al or whatever. And just for the record, we've skipped over like. Hundreds of references to Bender's seemingly non-magical chest cavity. Goldfish, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, bowl, goldfish, goldfish bowl. toaster, another goldfish bowl, another goldfish. Bowl. The sword that he puts into his <laughs> mouth right. and down into it, and then can't walk right because it's sticking out. And then it's the fact that he's stolen so much stuff, he has to <laughs> bungee cord his stomach closed because he's so full of things. Mm-hmm. This is just this is sort of an aside to all of this I, stuff, but like. It bothers me. His, you know, <laughs> with that. Bender in this episode, he has one of my favorite lines of the entire series period in this when they're standing and looking at Leela, like, hanging up the laundry. Yeah. And Bender goes, ah, Leela experiencing the greatest joy a woman can feel. Worshipping a low life, <laughs> a low life jerk. A low but life yeah, jerk. I, yeah, I wrote that one down too because it was really. I mean, it really did tie into, um, you know, just that. 
I, and I guess this kind of comes back to Married with Children, where it was like, clearly they were mocking the sort of traditional, you know, hetero marriage, uh, you know, man woman ideals. Like it was really, it was turning that whole thing on its head. But do you think it was a matter of being subversive or just going, this is shitty and this is, let's make fun of it? I think they did that. I think it ended up being that because of the married with children thing, because that's what the married with children thing was. It was mocking the whole heteronormative, like, you know, like, yeah. But it was like, I feel like I hate my life. It's not fun. Like, it's not like. But, but Alcazar so. had it made at that point. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, because Leela's so enamored with the idea of perpetuating their race that mm-hmm. she's like, I'm going to degrade myself and not beat the shit out of this jerk because yeah. he's his, his 3D-printed DNA is the only thing that's going to, you know, maybe make another Cyclops. Now, what what she didn't take into account with that is they would have to have at least two children mm-hmm. <laughs> of either gender, and then they would turn into sort of a crazy inbred hillbilly thing, and it would yeah, get it'd be really... The, the whole weird Adam and Eve thing where it's like... Uh, yeah. You know, or, or some uh, point. you know, the, the European royalty from... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. From the 1300s to today. Or Game of Thrones characters ever. To, to pull it back into the episode, when Fry wanders into the dungeon, nobody puts mm, him there. He yeah, just yeah. accidentally goes in. Well, he goes into the Forbidden God, Territory. He's so, he's so dumb. No, no. It, he wanders into the dungeon. Like, they didn't put him in the dungeon. He just found his way in, and nobody lets him out. Wait, he jumped over the thing and fell into the... Yeah. Is that how fell that into happened? The trap door. Yeah, that? fell into the trap door, and then they make a joke that it's like... The third time this week or something. Oh, okay. But then he's he's always down there, but instead of just leaving him there, like they shift all the action to outside a window he can <laughs> see them from. <laughs> like, it's time for dinner. And then they're all eating at dinner, and he's just sitting down at the little port in the dungeon getting his food. Uh, uh, and then we learn that he has a learning disability. <laughs> what? Because when, when he's explaining about Alcazar to Leela, she's like, yeah... If you you figure that out with your learning disability, I'm pretty sure I figured it out before. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Well, then he, he accidentally gets himself out by you know with the uh, champagne cork, which is another cute thing. And then that almost then almost that loses. Was, it. I forgot that that was going to happen when uh you what you thought he was going to do with one thing and then the cork shot out and yeah hit well, the, the button and it opened the try to break and the then door he did like with a the... little dance oh he was gonna try yeah break the door and then he did a little dance and it started to close <laughs> and then on his way out when it hit his leg and he's like oh like, that was perfect yeah so great and Love that's where we see bender stuffed full with his magical chest cavity filled so- see my problem I know what you mean. Uh, I know what you does mean. Does it bother you? It I, I I can get past it, but every time it happens, I do think about like, oh, that's Mike a lot Ivy, of stuff please don't me. encourage him. Please, please don't <laughs> encourage him. Just I just say like I don't know. Maybe he's like got a black hole or some sort of like subspace. Yeah, uh, it could be like a TARDIS or TARDIS. Any, you know, like, yeah. Come on, like I I've it's I've the said year three thousand. I know of all the things that happen. I know. On, Look. I've said this is our 22nd episode, so I've said this 22 <laughs> times. I want it to be explained because, because at this point in the series, it is magical, and it's a science fiction show. So they either have to explain it with science or make the whole show fantastical mm. and make mm. it a fantasy-based show. Pete, right. I'm being very nice to you in front of our guests, but the truth <laughs> is I think everything you say is dumb, and you should stop bringing this up. Pete, stop it. Stop it. 
You're it's embarrassing us. It's a, show, it's a cartoon show. <laughs> I look. This Stop is it. this is like when Sean Jondas came on and said Futurama. I'm getting. <laughs> Oh, no, I'm getting validated got. because oh Pete says Futurama. I I work really hard not to anymore, but when he came on and did it, and now that you've come on and validated my opinion, that's all I need. Futurama. You're friend. <laughs> you're a friend of the show now, Mike. Oh hey, all right. I have friends. So where? Pete, did, wait. For, first of all, Pete, you've we've talked about Bendel. You've you've talked about <laughs> Bender's magic magical chest thing majigger a whole bunch of times but i think it's only made it to podcasts a few times <laughs> so i feel like it's in every episode i know it is in every okay. episode but i mean i'm glad we do this for an hour and at least we spend at least five minutes of that talking about yeah just yeah. it's like the cold opens and everything else i heard you guys uh the last episode i think it was the episode where you're talking about uh it was a santa claus episode oh, yeah. uh, but i totally agree with the theory that there should always be more zoidberg uh, I just yeah. want to jump on board with that. And yeah. I want to be on record as he's, saying Zoidberg is so good. He, <laughs> yeah. He's not really, he's not in this at all. At, no, he no, is no, in no, the beginning. Man. He gets into the the yeah. uh, the salmon on mackerel. Yeah. Dude, you got to come back for a more Zoidberg-y episode. Yeah, I mean, so that's, yes. and actually that brings a good point that it just occurred to me. Like, after they go to Alcazar's planet, it is just the planet, it's just, uh, Leela Bender and Fry. Yeah. And everybody they, they else bring is, it down to is the, gone. The core three. No, they show up for the wedding. Oh, that's right. They do. They do. Who's running this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. You were checked out for the first 40 minutes, so we had to pull up some of the slack. Hey, I have not checked The preacher bot ends up coming because he'll marry anybody. Yeah. So he just he shows up to... He had a weird thing. What did he... He had a he, button he, or the, a Yeah, that, or? that was never on the, to the fast forward button. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, whenever... I can always tell when something... Like, I, I noticed it immediately. When it's like, like... Why is... Yeah, that's not usually yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Did um yeah, they didn't really address it, but I love the offhanded way that it came up. Ratman and his girlfriend. Oh, and yeah. then the pig, where it's just like, oh, here's Alcazar's friends, and they're just like these, like they're sitting there in their underwear on the love seat, just right. <laughs> absolutely fulfilling the role of the married with children audience, right? Yeah. Exactly, which is with the hoots and the hollers, but like. Ratman, when when they refer to it, he's like, I go I go out and hang around with Ratman and his girlfriend. The way that this episode all wraps up, Fry and Bender escape and go into the Forbidden Zone. And territory. Forbidden, forbidden territory. territory. Okay, fine. They go into the Forbidden, <laughs> forbidden Territory. Zone. That's forbidden that weird zone movie. That, that's a, no, that's that uh, other place that they had to go to in another episode. Oh, oh right, right, right. And they come across four identical lost civilizations all sort of butted up and adjacent to each other. And as they go in, mm -hmm. you know, they find a... Uh, What's a five-eyed cyclops called? Uh, a quiclops or something? Yeah, that's like a right. synclops or I don't know. Hey, we're guessing. Old five eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't so know. so anyway, and they they discover these other ones. So uh, as it turns out, Alcazar is a shape-shifting mm -hmm. uh, womanizer who has conned Leela and four other women. A rhino woman. Yeah. Old five eyes. The purple thing, and then the little blue thing. Yeah, it's yeah. weird that when she talked, she sounded like her nose was plugged up. Do you notice that? <laughs> that's it kind of like she has nostrils somewhere. Like that's who the rhino. I mean, it made sense for the voice. Like yeah. she was like, "Oh, you're a rhino." Like you know, but it's good voice. Have you ever heard a rhino talk no. in real life? Uh, I actually have heard rhinos, and uh, they're adorable. They what kind of sound do they make? They go meep. really. They meet really. Did you have they you seen meep. that video of the uh, baby sloth? No, uh, no. Oh. Uh, 
Okay. You, you got to look that up after. Like, I that's, will be doing yeah. that. That probably would have made that Paul Giamatti rhino in the Spider-Man movie way better if that's how he talked. <laughs> you know meep, I meep. I thought about, guys, what if Alcazar and the four-legged mimic got together? Oh, dear. What would it oh. look like? They would just keep dun, dun, dun. morphing into different... That would be a pretty, uh, like... Good relationship. They like, could just keep morphing into different people or different things. Do you think it would be some kind of like a uh, uh, paradox where like they'd never be able to like, <laughs> they wouldn't, you know, couple? Yeah. So I, I, here's here's where I get to lay out my uh, my heavy criticisms. Number one. Oh man, I love it when Pete whips out yeah. heavy, heavy criticisms. Lay it out. You got these four other, you know, identical ruined civilizations. Uh-huh. Part of part of Alcazar's scam. All right. They're all Fair way enough. all way closer to each other apparently than the Cyclops. From that viewpoint, it sure looked like it. Okay, if so if you no, were standing on a, a, a big hilltop, if like, you were on a big you know. hilltop, or say approaching the planet from outer space and landing your interstellar, yeah, <laughs> you might be able to see it's these a things. Planet? What are you looking at? From Leela has one eye. Planet? Can you see a castle? She was from blinded by <laughs> everything. Is everything close that enough that Fry and Bender can see it by going over that one hill. That's why that was a forbidden territory. Number two, from far away. Number two, the reason that Alcazar, it really, it was his undoing. If you're on a farm and there's a fence and there's a s- several acres in between you and the next farm, can you see the farm? It depends which way the light approaches from the horizon. So, so when Alcazar, depending on that, when if a, Alcazar does if a, his... If a tree falls in the forest... Is the Pope still reptilian? Oh, damn it, you ruined it. I posit that it was a small planetoid. And I'm, I'm talking about the what, regular the Pope, they were on? not the yeah. space Pope. I know. Like, if it was really small, the curvature, it would be so you, beyond the horizon. Yeah, I, th- yeah. okay, yeah. that there works. Dumb. Okay, okay, fine. Now, number two. The re- I mean, it was pretty stupid of Alcazar to book all five weddings right? on the same day. What are you doing? But tuxedo, he, that The morphs. tuxedo. Do you know what it costs to rent a tuxedo it's, that it's, shapeshifts? Right. It's probably terribly expensive. How, Let's talk about something important. However. Was he a grasshopper or was he a roach? No, no he was, hey, listen. What do you guys a think? space bug. Here's, here's the thing. If he has the money to construct and maintain mm-hmm. five faux mm-hmm. ruined civilizations, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's got the resources. To get a date? Well, not only to get a date, no. to get a space tuxedo that will shapeshift with him. Obviously, it's that expensive where he has to rent it what one it, day. Yeah, what if it that costs as much as... That uh, probably bankrupted him. Is the era that goes on Miss... Miss uh, universe or, or yeah. whatever like well how Adam, so how Adam would thing. he be paying for these five wives i don't i don't he get it. doesn't pay for them they do everything and he has an entire kingdom where's the food gonna come from i did sense a little bit of lazy writing at the end with Thank yeah you. no I feel yeah. Like okay all right that a fine better. That last joke too, like why didn't you change it to something when it really mattered? Or Which something? that was a really good married with children esque joke. I, I thought that yeah, was okay. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I thought that went. That. It was like I forgot about that. It was a callback. That makes sense, but I I feel like it did come to an abrupt halt, and it was not a satisfying do, ending. Do you guys feel like um, when a show like any show or whatever acknowledges um, that it's doing that? You know, when like well then. They're like tried to make a joke of it, like why are you? Then why did you have all all the weddings on the same day or whatever? Do you feel like that redeems it at all, or do you feel like it's like you're just 
trying to make up for b- being a lazy writer. Like. Yeah, as a writer, I can see those things. But if you do it the right way, I feel like the audience won't see it. But as a writer, I... I don't see why the other four had to be getting married on the same day. If his four other wives showed up and discovered each other, right? Like that could have had just as much impact. Like they could have done the shape shifting thing without the wedding. So there's a lot of stuff in this episode, but it it did seem to have kind of a weak ending. Do you feel like this is one of your episodes with a message uh, to take to heart, Horchie? I can tell by the way you're looking at me and using my name that you're asking me that question. <laughs> um, no, he's talking about the other Horchi. <laughs> that was last week or you're... two weeks ago. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's still right over there. <laughs> you forgot to take him home. <laughs> um, my my brother was on two weeks ago. That's hilarious. Uh, I think your sister's going to be on two weeks from now too. It's probably. A, it, if the horchiest podcast in iTunes. It's we're just, going to let the pig watch that one. <laughs> <laughs> I, for some reason, I imagine it just like you with a bow in your hair. <laughs> it is. Not even a wig, but like just same hair bow. length and yeah. a bow. <laughs> uh, no, not really. You know, this one, like, the, the more we were talking about it, like this episode, it just, it definitely was just, it was a, it was a funny episode. Just kind of fizzled out, but yeah. it the, kind of it like, wasn't a it wasn't a the 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 premise of it wasn't wasn't a bad idea like taking Leela's loneliness mm-hmm. yep. and turning into this thing that you cared about because you're like oh my god you know even though you know like it's going somewhere that like it's not going to be that it's it's mm-hmm. you know it, it would, you know it's not going to be like a her finding her parents episode you know it's going to be like you can tell you from early you, on you don't at know this, that at this point though it's you didn't like know it's that. kind of very. Saddening that Leela thought she met someone else that she her and race. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. And then turned out it was she was catfished. Tom, did your unrequited that, actually, love yeah. like bone get get a little twinged? Cat, catfished this, wasn't even a word back then, but that's I know. what happened. But if we were gonna ask or talk about uh like what this episode is about, it would be Leela was catfished. Yeah. And and it's did that did that get to you to like, uh, get you in no. here? I think in, dropping in, a bottle uh, cap? Yeah, when in asking you about whether because Harchie's convinced that most of these episodes have some sort of like real like theme, any sitcom or whatever. There's always there's like a lesson a, oh, to be learned. But, about, but don't, after okay, don't do this or whatever, this episode, or you should I'm respect you, your whoever's or whatever. As you know? a writer, I just sensed this episode was just they had trouble writing it, or like they it matched two Emmy. episodes together. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, for color, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> looks good. I don't know. It is a very it, pretty it, it episode. Just, hey, I, somebody had to write those colors. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I I just feel like because it started off with the um the whole you know internet thing, mm-hmm. and then it had like the whole Leela thing, which I think had the potential to be a really strong story. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. But like it seemed like they mashed two episodes together, and then the ending was just seemed kind of like all right. We need to we get out of here. What do we got? Fucking, what do you, we gotta no, go home. I, I almost I, see. I I asked you because I thought it was gonna be no, and then as you were explaining it as not having one, I, I thought I, it was gonna be no when I started explaining and, it. And, and now I, I have. Like I I think maybe the 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 lesson to be learned from this episode is you shouldn't degrade yourself for love. Uh, so there is a question we we ask people um, periodically when they come and, and uh, are their guests on the show. If there was one character from Futurama, and it doesn't have to be the core group, it could be anybody, mm-hmm. that you would want to see a spinoff of, who would it be and why? Before I listened to the last episode, 
I would have said Zoidberg. Mm-hmm. But after listening to that episode, Zap Brannigan, I really think there should be a show, like for real, where <laughs> Zap Brannigan and Kiff go around with, I mean, like, that's beautiful. Where, the, where they're still the in the Duke thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's so, it would be so, I met, in my mind, again, I think like a writer. So, like, in my mind, when you guys were talking about that in an episode, I was like, I can write like five episodes. So oh yeah. Easily. Do you so think? Good. Do you think Zap would uh, develop into like, like a character that goes from like a three dimensional side character into like oh you because you have to do that if he's going to be like the lead for like do you think they could bring that out of that character like maybe he learns a little about this and he becomes kind of like this and you know I, I see it like um, I think it's already happened with Billy West's Twitter feed. And the videos he posts of Trump quotes read by Zap Brannigan. I mean, that's almost that would no, be like sixty like, percent of what that yeah. show the would way be. That, like, the way that like Frazier was like a one note on Cheers, and he was like, yeah. "I'm the snooty guy, whatever." And then there's this whole show about him, and it's right. like, "Oh, he's you know." He... But do you feel like Zap Brannigan like could develop? It into, has like, a... such a great like Zap and Kiff are like the perfect like um like a uh, uh, straight man goofball character and he has like that whole like like it's an american thing like that's how i think a lot of people think of americans is like hey hey chest out optimism yeah okay ability yeah freedom (laughs) i will save you you're (laughs) in trouble or we think you're in trouble we're gonna save you like we haven't been brought up with the crushing hill of aristocracy so we're all aristocrats so but that but that also means we're all we're all also peasants too. So <laughs> like we have that mix and I feel like that's what Zap Brannigan is. He's like the idiot in charge. The idiot the peasant unbridled, that's like the yeah. given the, the unbridled id of an entitled yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got the sash but he's a he's a doof right. like okay. Do you think he's still has a heart the, somewhere in that there? That the show would work as like a like a He's he's there, but he's kind of just he's still playing like kind of like um okay all right so like like both of the offices where like when it starts off it's like here's the leader it's kind of a Zap Brannigan mm-hmm. for, for the the um, Ricky Gervais one and the the um, American one right and like for the first couple seasons that's all you need is like this guy that's like we go back to him and he's an idiot and then the other characters start to develop do you think and then the uh, boss starts to develop a little bit you know over time do you think Zap Brannigan could could de- develop into somebody that you'd like, it, say say there was a Zap Brannigan show went on for like six seasons. Do you think uh, he'd be a character that they could write enough and still he'd still be Zap Brannigan? It wouldn't be like, well, who's this character now? But like, do you think he could like have other layers? Like, I feel like in my head it was like the adventures of Zap Brannigan, mm-hmm. like Zap Brannigan before he became the Zap Brannigan of legend. Oh, like <laughs> you young Zap I mean? Brannigan, like a yeah, like okay. like. Like the young, young Indiana Jones mysteries, he just gets, like he first gets Battlestar Blood and Chrome. Yeah. It's a straight parody of Star Trek. Okay, All or the right, Star yeah. Trek reboot was basically that. Yeah, it's like it's like it's just a straight parody of Star Trek. It, it only he's like he's like hitting on all the aliens, <laughs> well, yeah, like yeah, Police yeah. Academy, but with Zap Brannigan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you just have this wacky character. Would yeah. he? Oh, would he be the Mahoney? No, because or would he no. be like the Tackleberry? Yeah, would he be. He He'd would be, be like the, the 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 guy who was trying to get him. But like not as evil. Steve Gunberg? Or like um That's who was the old guy that was like the chief or whatever that that was like the dumb That was Punky chief. Brewster's adopted <laughs> yeah. father. Wow, you know what? Um Wow shit. Yeah. His, he, he just died. The, he just died. His name is ago. George something. Um who'd be the guy that did all the sound effects? Uh, sound effects that's, bot. That's Mike, <laughs> that's Michael Winslow. Yes, Still but tours. on the, the Zab Brannigan show would be probably be sound effects bot. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. I have I have I, one more quiz question. All right. Uh, Mike, which episode of Futurama did we just talk about? Because <laughs> I am really sleepy. Uh, it was the episode uh, uh, Bicycl- Bicyclops Built for Two. You didn't even have to give me a title. You could have just said the one where Leela goes to the planet oh, with yeah. the guy. Yeah. No, I'm just, so, so A++. Plus, plus. Yeah, it it's been great having you on, Mike. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming yeah. out on the like Thanks. the most ex, the most exciting night in Cleveland ever. Yeah. You came to our house to talk nerd stuff. So yeah. that's great. Go tribe or cubs, depending oh, on I where you a, are. I didn't, get, I, know, I didn't get to plug. I didn't get to plug. Oh no, oh, we're, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not done. So, yeah, we're oh, okay. still so uh No, shut it off. Shut it off. You're a stand-up comic in yeah. uh, in Cleveland and in mm-hmm. other areas. When you get there, so do you have any dates coming up? To um, uh, from what I've been told, around the time this airs, uh, I will be at the uh, Hilarities uh, um, uh, December first through the fourth. I'm going to be featuring on the fourth. So if you liked my nerdy kind of like uh, oddball humor, you're going to really love my feature set. Um, I also am going to be doing. Um, Murder mystery theaters. I don't know. You know, it's it's gonna be fun. It's called the Dinner Detective. It's is in, that that also at Hilarities? That is not at Hilarities. So maybe I shouldn't talk about it. No, no, no. We, uh, but you know, it's it's great. Um, is that where it's just at a, a table, or is that one of the ones where you're in like a room, like a building? No, no. Or it's it's like it's basically it's really fun because um the the people who wrote it um it's like one of the guys who wrote Boston Legal. Oh wow, uh-huh. one of the head writers from Whoa. Boston. So it's good. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's like oh. they um who else. Who would Lauren Lapkiss used to be in it? Oh yeah. Um, oh okay. So it's like it's like really good. It's in 51 cities, and um, they brought it to Cleveland, and uh, I'm really excited about it. I'm really trying to get some good comedians to be in it as well. 51 cities. Wait, which you, state has more than one? Texas. Or, uh, California has. Oh, so you're not in all 50 hold states on. with each no, one. Hold on. Oh. I mean, we got to back I'm up. gonna try. <laughs> so wait, what's it called again? The Dinner Detective. Wait, okay, we have to pick up. What is it? What form of media is this? That I, it's I, basically you go in a room, you sit down and eat dinner, and uh-huh. uh, some of the people in there are in on the gag, and Uh-oh. they're they're gonna get killed throughout Murder the mystery. show. And okay, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna right, be suspects. I, okay, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, that that actually does sound. I, fun. I did if, one uh, of those. I mean, not I, I went to somebody. Thing that where they had that for like their birthday or whatever. I don't yeah. know if that's is that like that was the same thing or is that like it's a, like the least hokey version of it where it's like it's more like Law and Order than like someone's been murdered and then you know they the guys and you got gotta a follow monocle. around and <laughs> also Horchie so would, like do people I just I'm curious so like do people go and like you buy tickets and you watch yeah. this happen or do you participate you in participate it? in it I mean you're in the room and you know the detectives are questioning you like you're a oh, suspect okay. and you know it's fun you like know. how many people a night like do uh um, I think it's a, the room seats about like sixty. Oh, okay. So you know, it's a good size. Oh yeah, that's that's a lot more than yeah. I pictured. That's yeah. Also, okay. does it have what? a venue set? Can you say where it's at? Uh, the Hilton Garden Inn downtown. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, so and you're out and about doing comedy here and there ever. Mm-hmm. So if you you know check out the various. Uh, comedy nights around Cleveland. You're sure to bump into Mike. It's very, oh yeah! If anybody funny. wanted to find you online, where were they? Uh... I, I try to pimp my um, my uh, uh, Twitter uh, at Mike Ivy stands up. You can also find me on Facebook, but you have to switch the E and the A, so it sounds like uh, Mike Heel. It's spelled like Mike Heel. 
because my uh, mom wanted me to be, be original. Uh, is that actually original. how you spell your yep. full name? Yep. My mom wanted me to be original, so she we switched. We put it me. wrong in the spreadsheet. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. It's uh, fine. It happens all the time. I don't even expect anyone to ever get it right. And then your Twitter is it's it's the letter I and the letter V. It's no, it's a uh, Mike Ivy stands up. Just okay. You know, Mike Ivy like the plant, and then stands up. I try Perfect. to keep it simple. Yeah. Kids can get more simple than that. And no, I, I, we, I mean, we all follow you. It's all very funny. Yes. It's, it's you're gonna spend some good time with Mike. Thank you for coming on. We would love to have you back again soon. Um. If you are listening to this and like to get a hold of us, we can be emailed at slurmcastpod at gmail.com. You can call us at 216-438. Who gives a shit? <laughs> 1077. <laughs> uh, or text us at that number. Uh, we're on Instagram at slurmcastpod. We're on Twitter at slurmcastpod. We're on Facebook. Um, and keep, uh, you know what, emailing us, uh, tweeting us, uh calling us, texting us, because you know what? You may eventually end up on the show as a guest because we have a couple people that are up and coming that just happen to be giant fans that want to uh, come on and talk about things. And oh, it, it helps if you like, live in Northeast Ohio. Like, I'm, we're not going to fly you out here. We, but if you happen to not... be in the area, if you, if you live in, say, Dothan, Alabama, and you happen to be in Cleveland, give us a call. We, we could probably get you on. Um, I, I just wanted to say one thing. I forgot about this. Yeah. If Slurm was real, would you buy it? Yes. No. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. It, even uh, knowing what we know about it from the episode. Uh, uh, d d don't forget to neuter and spay your pets. I already stopped the uh, recording. <laughs>